What's up, guys? We are here. I got T-Money with me today. What's up? And uh, Baker's still on the mend, but uh, hopefully um, in the next week or so, we can get him back on the saddle. And uh, But until then, we're going to do the best we can. Keep trying to get content out there. Uh, well, this is a Wednesday podcast, getting set up for the week. Of course, we got Thursday games and then uh, Thanksgiving and all that good happy before I get going, though, I do want to say you can find us at anchor.fm backslash Pod. You can also find us by searching for Just an Average NFL Podcast on the Googles or Facebook or anywhere, just about anywhere you can get a podcast. So go out there, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We do have a beer of the week this week. It is called Rolling in the Haze. Yeah, I bought it because it said that, because I'm Haze, <laughs> and uh, it said Rolling in the Haze. Of course, this is spelled H-A-Z-E, but is it, a, it is a New England-style IPA. It is made by Back 40 Brewing. And it says, Rolling in the Haze is our newest release, boasting citrus and floral notes from the mellow blend of citra, mosaic, and Amarillo hops. <laughs> Little culture there. Wow. Its soft feel makes this India Pale Ale IPA. An easy drinker with crisp finish. It's like popping the top of a can of sunshine. <laughs> so find a field, turn up, turn off your phone, and have a little roll in the haze. Well, if anybody wants to have a little roll in the haze, hit me up. But otherwise, we're going to sit here and give this bad boy a try. Oh, it's going to, It's you can definitely smell that citrus. Mm. <sighs> wow. I'm gonna say I like this. I like it. I, I'm not a huge IPA guy, but I like this beer. It's it's got like a tie-dyed can. Also, that's what kind of drew my attention. I'll be honest with you, it tastes tie-dyed. Yeah, it does. It, if it, that makes sense. Yeah, I, it totally makes sense because multitude of flavors. Because you think happy. it's gonna be super hoppy, but they blended it so well that you get like even after I have aftertaste right now, but it's not bad. So it's it's a good beer if you like IPAs. And you like a, like a refreshing IPA or something uh, citrus? I would definitely recommend Rolling in the Haze a, uh, from Back Forty. So, all right. So uh, before we get going, I'm going to hit some news. Of course, we talked. Uh, Daryl Henderson got released. Melvin Gordon got released, which boosts up the uh, running backs under them. Uh, you know, Latavius Murray's going to become the man now. And Cam Akers, obviously. Um, what are you thinking? How are you feeling about uh, those situations moving forward, T? On what's the matter? On who? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, he was doing research. No, I was, uh, I was, I was reading talking, something. That... I was talking about Cam Akers, uh, not Cam Akers. I was talking about Daryl Henderson Darryl being released and Melvin Gordon being released. Yeah. And in, in those backfield counterparts, um, you know, how 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 are you feeling about Latavius Murray, Cam Akers? Uh, Kyron Williams, I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? So I feel this bodes well for anybody that got Latavius Murray because what Chase Edmonds is on, uh, he's out for a bit. Yeah, he's got a high ankle sprain. Uh, Mike Boone, I mean, he he comes back, he's probably going to take some of the passing work. But, I mean, Latavius, they they obviously love him. Yeah. 
He's yeah. going to get the work. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And no matter what Russ is doing up there, they're still running the ball. I can tell you what so. Russ is doing is garbage. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. They're going to try to establish the run. They got a plus matchup this week. So, if you got Latavius, get him in your lineup. Yep. How you feeling about Cam Akers and Kyron Williams? What do you think is going on over there? I mean, as far as that goes, Cam Akers, I think the best benefit he's going to get out of this whole ordeal has already happened. Yeah. Which was this last week. Moving forward, I think we're going to see the young guy take over. You think Kyron's going to start? Yeah, I think Kyron's a better they, back. I think, well, better back. And, you know, obviously they, they just let Daryl go. Like, all right, bye. Yeah. So what are they doing? Are they yeah. throwing in the towel? Are they done? Uh, that might be part of it, but, I, no but I, and they want to know how what they got with Kyron Williams. Exactly. So I, agree so with I that. think this is going to be Williams' show. And besides that, Kyron Williams is getting the pass catching work out of that backfield. So yeah. regardless of Cam's getting the, I think they want to see what they got with both of them. But I think Kyron Williams more so because he has a a broader skill set. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, also, uh, a fluctuating backfield. The Kansas City Chiefs put Ceh uh, moved him to IR. So you got. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, who looks to be the guy that's going to get the most of the running work, but McKinnon's going to be getting the passing work. I think McKinnon's probably your more stable back out of that backfield, but I think that uh, Pacheco probably has the most upside. I mean, would you agree with that? Well, yeah, they're actually using him like a running back that they haven't done yet with any of your other guys up to this point. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's efficient with it. He looks good running. It's just – the. I think he needs to like slow it down just a little bit. Though. Slow down, <laughs> but I want to see more. I don't know the, the, decisiveness. The lack of touchdown and the lack of passing kind of keeps a cap on how good I feel about yeah his good running. At this right, point. right, 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 right. So how excited do you get about a guy that's not getting anything it's, else yeah, other than yeah, just straight rushing yards? Right, you're ho- like I, I feel like, like he, you're happy. Less- Seventy nine yards, awesome. That's a good day. But you got no, no touchdowns work and yeah. no touchdowns. Yeah, so he's definitely a flex play right now. But he's, I mean, if he starts getting touchdowns, then then he's definitely going to open well, up. Well, it's awesome for everybody that went zero RB on their draft and the RBs they did draft, like me, like <laughs> Daryl Henderson <laughs> and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. in the second yeah. half of the year, yeah, they're doing nothing. Nothing. It's like, Absolutely all right, well, nothing. guess what? I got Pacheco now, and it's like, all right, yeah. Well, this feels good. So yeah, I'm, at least I'm, I'm getting some points yeah. now. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, I just read Justin Fields has torn ligaments in his non-throwing shoulder. Um, uh, he was carted off the field last week. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's going to definitely try to get out there. Uh, but it's, I feel like this is going to probably put a big damper on some of his rushing. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not going to be able to take a hit in that shoulder and still be able to be okay about it. Uh, let's see. Lamar did not practice today. Uh, it's undisclosed as to the reason why. So, uh, you, if you're Lamar Jackson, you need to keep an eye on that, especially, um, if his backup, oh man, it escapes me who the backup is. Yeah, we'll find out. But, uh, in, in deeper leagues, you may want to be looking at him because he did good last year. He, he came in and was serviceable. I'm not saying that, uh. Well, last year, wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been like Andy Dalton? No, it was... Because um, this year, it's Trevor Simeon is who I have. Oh, well, right then that, they're, they're his backup from last Trubisky? year. No, 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 no. It was a... Uh, I, I can't remember his name. But, okay, I did not realize that Trevor Simeon was his backup. So, uh, check that. Just hope that uh, Lamar plays. Uh, Chuck, uh, Jamar Chase and Gus Edwards both practice today. That's good news. Especially for all you that... Put all your eggs in the Jamar Chase basket and, and took the risk to go pick him up. 
or those of you who've been holding on to him. Uh, Njoku and Judy did not practice today, and, and nor did Kadarius Tony. So keep an eye on that. I, I feel like Njoku is trending towards playing, but Judy and Tony, I feel like probably aren't. Uh, and Joe Mixon and Stafford are still both in the concussion protocol. Uh, so you know, obviously, we we talked about in waivers. Uh, to be getting Samaj P. Ryan if you could because he's probably going to have some use. He's going up against a tough rush defense, but he's going to get a ton of volume. All right, so uh, we're going to roll out of that. We're going to roll into uh, – we'll hit Baker's bottoms real quick. He did email his bottoms to us. I don't have a lot of analysis on it because I said, hey, are you up to sending me your um, bottoms? And then he sent me these three names. And with no analysis, and so I'm just going to roll with them. But Justice Hill with the Ravens, I mean, I feel like that's kind of self-explanatory. If Gus is back, though, and Kenya Drake is playing, Justice Hill is going to be a real deep play. But if Gus doesn't play, they have been using Justice Hill. I feel like they he got more uh, – I may be wrong, but I feel like he got more rush attempts or almost as many rush attempts as Drake did last week and did better with whatever attempts he did get. Um, this was a new name to me. I'm going to be honest. Isaiah Hodgkins, wide receiver for the Giants. Uh, again, I think it's kind of self-explanatory. There's not a lot of options left. Wandell goes down on the IR. Darius Slayton's your lead guy out there, and Richie James is your other guy. So uh, maybe Hodgkins is a young guy who has some juice. So it's definitely a dart throw. But if uh, if you if you're just trying to make something happen, you're looking for some upside. Maybe Isaiah Hodgkins is somebody you can throw out there. And then Jordan Aikens, the tight end versus Texans. Um, you know, uh, with uh, Kyle Allen coming out there, Kyle Allen is going to he's going to be different than Davis Mills. Yeah. Um, he will. He's he he has a little bit of gunslinger in him. It's not a, it's not a lot. He's not like Taylor Heineke, but he will throw throw the ball downfield. But he does like his tight ends a little bit. So um, Jordan Aiken uh, might be a, a decent deep play if you're really really desperate at tight end. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so there it is. Justice Hill running back with the Ravens, Isaiah Hodgkins, wide receiver with the Giants and Jordan Aiken tight end with the Texans or Baker's bottoms. Um, I'll hit you with my don'ts, uh, kink cousins versus new England. He blew absolute ass last week <laughs> against the Cowboys. Now in fairness to kink. As soon as he hiked the ball, he had a defender tackling him. Every single yeah. His left time. tackle went out, but his left tackle is going to miss this game as well. Uh, New England is tough against quarterbacks, and it is prime time. So all of those things add up to Kink Cousins having a shit day. Oh. And uh, so I would absolutely pivot away from him. I would play Heineke over him in a heartbeat this week. Um, so... Uh, you're going to want to move. DJ Moore, do not play him versus Denver. Uh, Sam Darnold's coming back. Sam Darnold, he didn't throw to DJ Moore last year. Uh, and so I don't expect him to do it against Denver, who has who is the – I'm not sure if they're the toughest, but they're the top three toughest matchups against fantasy wide receivers. So I would highly recommend pivoting from DJ Moore. I would play – Darius Slayton over DJ Moore in an absolute heartbeat. Uh, if um, this is probably crazy on the other side of the ball, if um, KJ Hamler is out and Judy is out, I would play Kendall Hinton over DJ Moore. Um, and there I said it. 
Mark it. Yeah. Mark the tape. Uh, that's that's how bad I'm not playing DJ more this week. And then Daniel Jones. This one I don't feel as good about. Like I'm I'm probably gonna have to play Daniel Jones in a league, but he ha- he does have rushing upside, so it does kind of save some of his fantasy value. But he's playing against Dallas, and Dallas is eating quarterbacks lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinners right now with their pass rush. Um, and it is a divisional game. It's going to be a slugfest. So I'm I'm scared about playing Daniel Jones this week. So there it is. Kink Cousins versus New England. DJ Moore versus Denver. And Daniel Jones at Dallas. Uh, you ready for your trends there? I saw you vigorously writing things down. As I was no, talking. I was just because I don't like having a, not having an answer to what we're talking about. Yes. Andy Dalton started the year for the Chicago. He got yes. injured in week two. Justin Fields took over. When Justin Fields got injured, it was Andy Dalton again. That's oh, last year. Progress. Yes. Last so year. we haven't seen. No, no. I was talking about um, Lamar Jackson. We, I thought we were talking about. Justin Fields. Well, we were, and then I was talking. No, I was talking about Lamar having a a did did not practice uh, for undisclosed. So you looked up, you looked up Justin Fields' current backup. No, okay. (laughs) I guess I'm lost on. No, I they were back to back. So Justin Fields has torn ligament, is not throwing shoulder. And then I went right into Lamar, but you were writing something when I did it, so you probably didn't hear me rolling in Lamar. And then you heard me say, then you heard me saying, I don't know who his backup is. Okay. So that's what I was saying. So who, I was on the wrong quarterback. No, that's fine, him. but it, that is good news because who is Lam- so? So now Lamar's backup is going to be, uh, uh, God, he was, he was the other. He's Lamar. That's what I'm saying. Matters. Yeah, yeah. So that's what, that, that dude. I can't remember his name. Um, he did good last year. Well, hey, that's he, a whole completely. Jo- Josh Johnson. No, no, no. That's uh. I don't even remember who he plays for. I figure I thought he was Lamar's backup for a minute. I know he was in Minnesota for a while too. Uh, it's Tyler Huntley. Okay, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler Huntley. 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 Yes. God. So yeah, he even looks like Lamar, just not as ugly. <laughs> he's like he's like a prettier Lamar. He is a lot better looking Lamar. <laughs> 100%. Listen, I'm a better looking Lamar. Well, <laughs> Lamar. Oh man. Yeah. Right. So, um, so if you got Lamar and and you're worried about it, maybe just go. If you got a roster spot, just go grab Huntley and throw him on your bench. You know, because yeah. Huntley's a, their matchup this week is a plus matchup. So I feel like either against Jacksonville, either one of them is going to be fine. Obviously, Lamar has far more upside, but Huntley won't kill you against right. Jacksonville. Um, so hopefully it's not anything serious with Lamar. He's going to go out there and do his thing. So, uh, so trends this week, I, we haven't done, I haven't been, oh, I haven't been part of the podcast almost two yeah, weeks now. Yeah. You've been so, working uh, your ass off, bro. This is the first night, first day you got home before dark in yeah. like two and a half weeks. All right. So trend wise, there's, I'm not really doing trends. Uh, the, the trend is, uh, Zach Wilson sucks. Oh my God. Dude. And Mike White. <laughs> Uh, the great white hope for their playoffs <laughs> is coming in. And I just want to point out that Garrett Wilson has shown that he has been serviceable when throwing the ball. Yes. Right? He's yeah. an amazing talent. He's a great talent. Uh, when Joe Flacco was throwing the ball to him, I mean. Great talent. Yeah, talent uh, supersedes everything. Yeah, Elijah Almost. Moore also a great talent. Almost. 
supersedes everything except for when you have Zach Wilson. Yeah, in the Zach, Zach Wilson. Well, you know, it's not his fault, though. Yeah, it's not his fault. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. He's not to be blamed for no. throwing the ball 75 yeah, don't feet. Don't put it over. on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The leader yeah. of the team. No, no, no. His, it's not one, on him. Not where the, the offense yeah. starts. When he throws the ball. Not his problem. So when the guy's wide open and he throws the ball six feet over the dude's head, that's the receiver's fault. It's not his fault. Yeah. So the the what I just want to bring up here is, yeah, we haven't seen Mike this year, but we didn't see him last year until he came in either. And dropped the, like three hundred something yards for the four games he started last year. His, you know, you're like, all right, well, they're just going to do a, a shitload of checkdowns and handoffs yeah. and establish a run game and this and that. Yeah, they did somewhat, but they still let him have thirty two attempts, forty five attempts. Yeah, he put up eleven attempts on the third game, but then he went back to forty four attempts. Yeah. All right, that's a lot of fucking throwing the ball for somebody that's never in there. Well, if they do the same thing, you're like, all right, well, can he get the ball to him? Well, Elijah Moore. Yep. That was the first time last year that he started coming into actually being fantasy relevant was when Mike White came in. Mm-hmm. That was that was it. The first week Mike White started throwing the ball was the first week Elijah Moore Showed up started putting points up. Yep. And he went 9.8. He went like 10-2, 23-11 and 11 for those four starts. It's right. also the first week but that Michael Carter going. came up on the scene. I, yep. I know you didn't write that. I didn't go that far into Yeah, but Michael it. Carter just, started getting yeah. checkdowns too because Mike White was utilizing all his receivers. Right. Yeah. So my thing here is if you have Garrett Wilson and you've been scared to play him because it's been hit or miss yeah. and we're in the nitty-gritty of the shit and you want yep. something – well, history and the trends show that they let Mike throw the ball. Yeah. I would take the risk on it personally. I'm going to tell you right if now. If I had to, I'd rather put Garrett Wilson with his amazing talent, with Mike in there, they're willingly choosing to be the starter over Zach Wilson. Not not forced to by injury, but right. willing to. Yep. If I need to have a better start than, say, a lot of days, Zacchaeus, if he's the other option, you know? Well, and I'll say this to your point. If you've been playing Garrett Wilson with Zach Wilson, and yeah. you might as well leave him in. Might as well. Because it ain't going to be worse. Nope. <laughs> Mike White, it, it, it can't get worse than what it is with Zach. Right. So, uh, yeah, I do believe it's going to be a definite uh, – I don't know. <clears throat> Zach Wilson's garbage. We can all attest to that. Right. Um, unless, he's, unless he's out looking for uh, middle-aged women – Outside of that, he's not very good. He's right. good at he's good at milf hunting. He's yeah. not good at quarterbacking. Yeah. So the the trend to me though shows that you have a safer bet with Garrett Wilson putting yes. points up with Mike than you do with Zach and Elijah Moore. Yeah, I just say. And a deeper you know? flex, I'd even throw Elijah Moore in just because Mike White and Elijah Moore had a connection last year. Yeah, and and like you had mentioned, that's when he became viable. So. Um, yeah, I think the offense is definitely going to be better for the receivers, even Conklin. So, um, Thursday night games, there's three of them. And we'll run through them real quick. Buffalo at Detroit. Um, I'm, I'm expecting a little bit of a shootout with that game. Not not anything crazy, but... Uh, yeah. um, Buffalo's ranking in the bottom against the pass. Yeah. Here lately. So here lately. And they haven't really been... They've been kind of stumbling against the run as well. Yeah, Detroit, they've had the a good offensive line all year. Won three straight, baby. Yeah. Detroit's on the uptick, three straight. Yeah. They're on three straight. Yeah, Josh Allen's been struggling with his elbow. Yeah. Uh, which I, 
I'm not calling him trash. No, no. I'm just saying. I think Buffalo walks away with a win, but I don't think it's going to be closer. Yeah, yeah. To a shootout. I I agree with you. Just like you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to get all my playmakers in there. I even I wouldn't be scared to play golf. Matter of fact, if we go back to the Kink Cousins thing, I would play golf over Cousins this week. Oh yeah. Um, The Giants are at Dallas. We talked a little bit about this earlier, but it's a divisional game. Um, Dallas is 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 money right now. I mean, their defense is humming, yeah. and when their defense is playing good, it makes their offense look good. And Tony Pollard is absolutely just beasting right now. He's showing he's the better back. Um, he's the fastest thing on two feet right yeah. now. He is uh, so fast. He's so fast. Um, I heard uh, on another podcast that this could potentially be the the Beckham Bowl. Oh, man. <laughs> that uh, that Beckham's holding out to see who wins this game, and that's who he's going to sign with. Yeah, because so, they're going to be uh, yeah, yeah, because he wa- he definitely wants to go to a winner, wow. and uh, and so um, well, I can tell you who could use him more. The Giants, yeah, 100%. But, but I can tell you who's got the better quarterback, yeah. Dallas. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Of course, uh, Saquon Barkley is just going to do Saquon Barkley things. I don't care how good Dallas' defense is. Be a man. Yeah, be, be an absolute beast. Um, you know, outside of that, CeeDee Lambs, I still don't think he's that dude, but he has done better. Uh, Dalton Schultz. I don't know what to do with Dalton Schultz. You know, I feel like he's a good tight end play, but Odell may show up and kill him, you know? <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I don't know if I – like I wanted to go after him in a couple leagues where we still haven't gotten the trade deadline, but yeah. I'm scared to now. So, uh, But it's going to be a good game. And then uh, to, to cap it all off by the end of the night, New England at Minnesota. Again, it's primetime. Primetime Cousins – he doesn't get a lot of W's. Sometimes he does okay fantasy, but New England's defense is legit. Yeah. Um, and Minnesota's defense is middle of the pack. So I'm expecting a decent game from, you know, just an average wide receiver. Um, oh, my God. Jacoby Myers. Um, and I'm expecting a decent game from uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, but although he is dealing with, what, turf toe or something? A mild case of turf toe? Mild turf toe. Yeah, so. Which we've seen. Oh, man. But I will tell you right now, get Hawkinson in your lineup because, look, Minnesota did one. They're doing doing something right. They said, hey, let's trade for this this first-round draft pick tight end that Detroit didn't want to use, and they're utilizing this motherfucker. Uh, 100%. And he is absolutely man among boys out there. I can tell you also what that does. Dynasty-wise, that kills uh, Herb Smith. Yeah, Herb Smith. Uh, He's done. Unless he signs with somebody next year. I don't know what his contract situation is, but... I don't think he's done enough for people to actually want to sign him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, those are the Thursday night games. I was going to break down some Sunday games, but here's the thing. My phone is, is what's recording us. So, if the recording sounds like ass, sorry. I can't really do nothing about it. Um, and uh, we, we're just doing the best we can right now, trying to hold everything down. When Baker gets back, he can tell you all about his journey. I'm going to let him. That's his story to tell. But uh, just know that he's doing good. He's he's on the recovery, yep. um, and uh, hopefully, like I said, within the next week or so, we can get back together and uh, we can all do our thing. But until then, I'm going to hold it down the best I can, and T Money's going to show up when he can because right now he's he's the only guy they got in the field 
in their company. So he's he's uh running naked. Yeah, he's well <laughs> figuratively speaking. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you should see me on the job today. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. I, I do Go want ahead. to bring up one Sunday game though. Okay, do it. I just I, I don't want to talk in depth about it. We can or we I can't. Just, yeah. I just want you to uh mm-hmm. to see what you think is gonna happen. Okay. Your Carolina versus Denver this weekend. Carolina, I think that because uh, y'all got Sammy Sam boys starting. Yeah, and but doesn't I think it's going to be a lot like what we just saw with the Baltimore game. Oh, I think it's going to be like a six to six game into the fourth quarter, and then Russell. Look, Russell's ass. Don't get me wrong; he's been ass all season, but he's still better than Sam Darnold. They still haven't scored more than eighteen points. I know. Well, they have. They just don't average more than eighteen. Well, yeah. okay, yeah, can, yeah, you're right. But but here's the thing: their the their team has more talent overall, and so I think between the battle of the two, eventually their talent's going to take over our talent, and they're going to get the win. Which I'm I'm hoping because as a Panther fan. I can tell you that our quarterback of the future is not on the roster, so we need to lose a fuck ton of games so we can draft our quarterback of the future. And so I'm all about that lose train. I I will say this, because you're a Falcon fan, and you're also kind of in the same boat quarterback-wise. If Yeah, but I'm giving up on hoping that for my team, because apparently they don't give a shit. Well, here's the thing. I was going to (laughs) say there was a a small window where if Carolina had won and kept winning – I was going to jump on board. Yeah. I was going to be like, the South's such shit, but if we can make the playoffs, let's fucking get in it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but they haven't. They didn't. They missed that boat. That boat's fucking sailed away. You know, what's that song? I'm sailing away. That's what that boat did. As it <laughs> drove away from the Panthers in their very skim playoff hopes. Right. Your Falcons still have actual playoff hopes. And if I was a Falcon Somehow. fan, I would, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. If we're gonna keep, if we're not gonna get our quarterback, we might as well fucking make a run. Let's make a fucking run and let's jump in with yeah, both feet. I don't feet. understand how there's as Fal- Falcons are. Well, if we win this week, we'll be five hundred on the season so far, mm-hmm. and that's just astounding watching them play. I know, and I, it's and it, just fucking ridiculous. I, I was listening to another podcast, and, and we shit on Arthur Blank, but they said. They said Arthur Blank is a hell of a coach, and I started thinking, in if you take fantasy out of the fucking equation, and you set it over here, if you take big plays and exciting football out of the equation, and you just talk about getting the most out of a pile of shit that's been laid at your feet, yeah. Arthur Smith is a good coach. Yeah. He, he may not do it the way we all want him to, right. and he, he may not utilize Kyle Pitts the way we think he should, and we may not utilize Drake London the way we think he should, or, or, or Cordell Patterson. Or, Which, I mean, Drake is going to get 75% of the targets now. So. We hope. But it could All be six. Demir Bird. <laughs> so, <laughs> Arthur Smith just, he keeps finding a way to keep you right Somehow. in the fucking mix and coaching how. this team up. So in that sense, I, I, I have to apologize for ragging on Arthur Smith. That uh, I, mean, I don't think you guys are ever gonna be the the uh, Miami Dolphins. No, nah. <laughs> as long as he's the head coach. But I feel like as long as he's the head coach, you're always gonna be in the mix. 
Yeah. So you got well, to decide what you want in life. I'm not. I'm not calling Falcons <laughs> win this week. It, it'll be cool, but I think I think yeah. Washington's going to take it. I'm just. I was. Well, I was you got I was two genu- teams that are kind of genu- on that same path, bro. Yeah, but I was genuinely interested in checking out the Carolina game this week. Yeah, because I just feel like this horrible Russ Wilson is actually comparable to your second best quarterback. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Third <laughs> best. Well, yeah, second best. Oh, no, second best. Baker's not Baker, second best. No, He's third. PJ, PJ is, is first. Third. Yes, yeah, yes. 100%. And then after that, it's Christian McCaffrey, even though he's still on San Francisco. No, no. No, no it's, our, uh, it's our punter. Yeah. Well, well, I'm just <laughs> our punter has a higher quarterback rating than I think all of our quarterbacks over his career. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he does. But yeah. Christian McCaffrey, now they threw that touchdown pass in San Francisco. He's now currently Carolina's second best quarterback just because of how long he played with He might be San Francisco's best quarterback. He <laughs> hey, That pass had more air yards than I'm thinking any fucking yeah, pass Garoppolo's thrown. Yeah. Uh, although, I will say this. I want to say to uh, Colt McCoy, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that uh, well, I think it was the NFL Network or ESPN that they did you dirty, my dude. They did you the I've, dirtiest. I've never seen. Uh, oh, I've never man. seen ESPN do somebody that bad in my life. Oh man, they showed. If for anybody who doesn't know, on Monday Night Football, they like to show clips of the players walking into the stadium. Yep. And they showed Jimmy G and his fly ass suit, perfectly fucking tailored, I mean, looking like a goddamn supermodel with his fine ass walking in. I mean, dump truck for days. Those pants were just like all up on the cheeks. I'm not gonna get too descriptive, but tell I'm telling you, they were there. Jimmy looking beautiful. And then um, Colt McCoy yeah. looking like the maintenance fucking <laughs> the, the head maintenance guy of the stadium walking yeah, in that motherfucker. Like his plaid flannel shirt. <laughs> yeah. But he just found out he's starting the game. Face all red. He was cutting grass ten minutes <laughs> yes, ago for the old lady. Dude, dude's been through two divorces and he's trying to figure out how he's gonna uh, make his mortgage payment this week yep. because they've been cutting his hours at the factory looking ass motherfucker. Yep, yep. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh man, that was that was a bad day. That'd be like if, uh, if for those of you who don't know, I like to sing. And Terrell likes to play guitar. So say me and Terrell start a band. And we're out here. It's just him on the guitar. It's just me singing. They go, hey, you want to come do a jam? We're like, fuck yeah, we'll do this jam. We show up at the jam and Ed Sheeran opens up. Yeah. And then they go, after Ed Sheeran's done, they go, all right, our, our new, our new uh, band, Daniel and Terrell. And we have to walk out to that. Yeah, I'm, I promise you, the audience is not getting a show because no. I've already gone home. I was in the crowd getting drunk to Ed Sheeran. Yes. Yes. yes they would, it, that's comparable to that. Yeah. Oh, man. So I just, I, I'm sorry, Colt. It's not your fault, bro. You're not a terrible looking dude. But next to Jimmy, we all, we all are a distant fucking second, bro. Yeah. We are. So, but y'all, y'all be good out there. Uh, we're going to keep trying to get the content out the best way we can, whether it's me, whether it's me and T, whether it's whoever. I don't care. My dog's going to join me on the next one if I have to. This was he a, don't say a lot. This was unforeseen circumstances. Yeah. And we're yeah. going to try and figure it out. And we're going to keep working through it and keep doing the best we can. So you guys be good out there. We appreciate y'all who are still listening or still hanging in there. Andrew, Terry, shout out to you guys. Um, uh, Dave Graves, uh, and, and I, there's, there's others. I, I can't remember all you guys off the top of my head, but I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate y'all being here 
And, uh, you know, you're the guy, really, at the end of the day, it's y'all the guys we still do it for. So, y'all be good. Love you. Love y'all to the lose.